B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. Welcome to Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com, wherever you get your podcasts. is part of the B-Pod Studios Network and, of course, on the podcast page at uh, rock929rocks.com. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And, as always, we're streaming Wednesday afternoons live on Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream, which is twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Thank you very much, James. Right. Al Beck and James joining myself, Chuck Bean. You really put, you punched that, man. Dude, I nailed I know. it. Yeah. I know if you're watching on the stream live, you see me directly. Yeah. The camera cuts right to me right when I deliver that URL. Yeah. Like a seasoned veteran. Yes. And That's, also the director of the Twitch stream. Right. <laughs> that uh, is excellent. Yeah. We may be in trouble today, by the way. We might be. Yeah. we came, I came in the studio. You weren't up here yet, James. And we sat down and uh, Chuck was just like, dude, I don't have very much today. <laughs> it's like, oh, good. Stop talking to me. Let's save it all for the podcast. Right. I don't, why, why didn't you come say hi to me when you got here? You should have stayed away. And we wasted all that good talk about HR card fraud stuff. <laughs> by trolling somebody and <laughs> yeah. their password to their, their signing yeah. system to get paid here. Yeah. Right, wow. exactly. So today we're all going to speak very slowly. slowly. And about nothing. <laughs> or, or should I say even less than usual? Even more nothing than usual. Yes. No, there's a couple things that went on, but it's not one of those weeks. Last week, of course, we were talking about Disney, the, the Disney streaming service, which is a great, was a grand time. And the week before that, I don't mm-hmm. even remember what we were talking about. But um, this week, I, there's a couple of things that are happening. First of all, the thing that I'm most excited for is we are only a couple of days away from It, Chapter 2. Comes that's out right. The theaters. Yeah. It's like, what, Friday, I think? Uh, yeah, Thursday or Friday that's going to yeah. be coming out. And... Uh, I'm I'm excited, but uh, the reviews I've seen lead, lead me to believe that either I'm really going to enjoy this, or it's going to be the third Matrix movie all over again. Oh mm. no, a big old turd! Yeah, we're a like, big old turd with a bozo haircut and a <laughs> big red nose. <laughs> Where they they set up such a good premise in the first movie that then mm-hmm. like they can't pay it off in the next one. But uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, again another perfect you know metaphor for this show right here. <laughs> <laughs> a turd dressed up like a clown? <laughs> a, t- a turd that loses it in the third act. Uh, well, okay. yeah. Third act turd. I will leave that up to our listeners and our uh, our viewers, whether or not we uh, we follow through in the third act. So. Yes. I might just leave. I used to do that. I, might, I used to just leave. <laughs> Two, two-thirds of the way through the show. Well, it was usually because we had a wrestling topic coming up and we only had like one mic that worked. I, I know, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we've we've also done shows where it was the three of us and we lost the microphone That's in the true. middle of a classic James rant too. I mean, Ooh. it was yeah. That's yeah. usually when it happens. That's yeah. when I get all aggro and start slamming <laughs> stuff around. Aggro. Well, as we learned when Twitch stream started, don't bang on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was Al. <laughs> Al's iron fist that did that this time. <laughs> yeah. This time. Yeah. I'm not taking thing. any credit for that. That's the thing though. Like James did it last week, and so he is like extra sure to make sure everyone knows Al did it. Al did it this time. It's Al this time. <laughs> <laughs> How soon we forget. <laughs> Making sure to throw a you lot of the misdirection bus. over here. Right, exactly. Pay no attention to what happened in the past. <laughs> yeah. We only talk about what currently happened now. This isn't a history lesson. This Look, isn't nerd history. We can't we can't change what happened already. Right. We can only change what happens in the future. So Exactly. We're not time travelers, okay? So we can only prevent things from happening. And not in that quantum leap kind of way where we could jump into other bodies and stuff. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, can you, can I can't you, transport into Al's body, you know. And can then, you imagine if James could quantum leap? 
Oh, <laughs> dude. If I quantum leap. Can you imagine? Yes. He's going right into John Cena's body. Absolutely, yes. Yes. Right into John Cena's body, and I'm going to look at myself nude uh, in the mirror for a half hour. Yeah, it's just a minimum of an hour and a half visit. The new new quantum leap would literally just be like jackass. It's just James. I love this concept. James quantum leaping in other people's bodies and then doing the craziest stunts possible because he knows he doesn't have to deal with any consequences. Quantum James. I love it. Quantum James. I love it. Oh my God! There we go. I, th- I think coming we have- soon to Netflix. Yeah, we got a spinoff there for you. Did you guys read the? Uh, speaking of for Netflix, did you guys read the thing that Netflix is saying with their new shows? They're not going to put them all out at I once. I read a I read a headline like this morning. I think that they're, they're saying they're going to release them like regular week- network. Yeah, on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, Hulu, I'm not happy about that. Hulu already does that with their original program, right? Yeah, but it's the kind like why why the, the part of the joy and point. Mm-hmm. Of the shows is is the so fact I can that sit like sit on my ass yeah, in my I, underwear for an entire day and watch nothing but what I've been currently watching the Santa Clarita Diet. <laughs> really, <laughs> right? Yes. I've heard a number of people give pos- positive reviews on. I'm that. not saying it's 100 percent positive on yeah. the show. It's just the person that I'm with is yeah, obsessed yeah. with the show. And, and your choices are this or Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. As so, we discussed just, last week. Yeah. So well, I'll take Cl- Santa Clarita Diet. There's actually they actually won a, me over probably like. Towards the end of the second season, that's got right. Tim Oliphant uh, though in it, right? I believe, yeah, that's yeah. the guy. I think he plays like the main husband with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. like the main. He's the husband to Drew yeah, Barrymore. He was in Deadwood and all that. Yeah, he's. I like him. Uh, Justified, he was in. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he's fine. For me, it's it's really hard for me to sus- suspend disbelief. You guys know the concept of the, the yeah, program? Yeah, isn't Drew Barrymore a, a zombie? Kind of a modern-day zombie, but she's yeah. like a soccer mom zombie. Yep. I'm a zombie, but I also have to balance being a realtor and also taking the kids to, to soccer practice, and also um, I'm going to use my ability to be a zombie to only eat bad people. Like right. It was really hard for me to suspend disbelief as to everything that was going mm-hmm. on with the, with the program, but there's some really funny stuff. Nathan Fillion. Okay. Oh, yes. Firefly. Yep. Yes. Has a, has a role in Captain a couple Mal. of the seasons, and my God – he is hilarious at some points, but you, like not till later on, um, probably into like the second season. He just right. cracks me up. He's a, I didn't even know awesome. he was in that show. No, I didn't he also uh, voiced the Green Lantern for some of their animated movies. Yeah, I just uh, that Al Beck with the Green Lantern fan. Well, yeah, well, I do love the Green Lantern. I um, he it, it wasn't him, but it was uh, what was the guy that played uh, Jane on Firefly? It was Adam uh, Baldwin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was the voice of Superman in the DC universe, the the MMO when it came out, and they just put it on the Switch, so you can you can download. It's like a twenty gigabyte download. So I had to oh my new, god, I had to get a new card. So you for my were all Switch. in, man. You got the Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and you got I got the DC, DC MMO. Thing. I got oh, my, I get my superhero fix, man. <laughs> well, but they changed the voice. Like it's it's clearly not. When I first played it years ago on the PlayStation Four, I was like, oh yeah, that's him. I can tell it's Adam Baldwin doing a Superman voice. Yeah, but now it's like it's totally somebody else. Hmm. What the f? God, that's a good show, Firefly. I gotta go back and watch it again. That was a good show. I'm, about, I'm about due for another watching. Speaking of rewatching shows, you came in over the uh, over the Labor Day weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. we, oh yeah, <laughs> we were switched over. There and, was a marathon on. Yes, there was. I, I noticed. The, I think it was the Sundance Channel had nothing but Mash for That's like right. two days. Whoa, I know. So uh, doing some of the overnights, I would just put I would put the Sundance Channel on and do my overnight. And every now and again, look up and be like, I don't think I've seen this one before. Al walks in every morning with a hard on. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't tell you the last time I watched an episode of Mash and said, I've never seen this before. Right, right. 
a very long time. Which is crazy to me because I, I watched uh, MASH and like Star Trek The Next Generation and Cheers mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. growing up on in syndication. Mm-hmm. So it was like on at midnight yeah. or 11.30 after the news or something like that. And I, even then, I could tell that watching it every night over the summer, like syndication only grabs the highest rated episodes yeah. and runs them. Yeah. So you don't see them in order and you don't see like... Um, you don't see all the episodes. So or it's like a package deal. Like, cause if you watch friends and stuff, and I, I watch friends on syndication a lot, there's right. only certain seasons at a time. Yeah. So like TBS, cause they're like the big money friends network right now. will forget all like the cooler, newer episodes. Well, then like WGN, whatever Chicago right. will have like the really, really old ones. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting to see how that all gets set up. Right. One, once in a while you'll get a network that commits to it and they're like, all right, we'll start at the just beginning and just every time we do it, we'll just the next episode and they'll go through it. You get that every so often. Well, and with the way shows work now, like they'll yeah. have these overarching plots throughout a season. Like it, it's really, I'm sure it's really difficult yeah, when you, you are much syndicating need to do a show. That. You have to run it sequentially yeah. in order to do that. But what I was getting at is that I, I know that I saw the same uh, 30 episodes of MASH over and over and over again in syndication. So it's it's yes. crazy to me that you watched it yeah. somewhat the same way yeah. you were telling me the other, the other day, and <laughs> you've seen almost all of it. Should I share how I like when I first got into Mash? Sure. Uh, back when I when my my dad was the one who introduced how well me to it. Got I know it's an origin story. <laughs> uh, when I first, when my dad introduced me to the show, I was hooked on it immediately, and uh, and so I think at the time FX used to run three separate two-hour blocks every single day. And then Fox 2 used to run just one episode at night. So there was six and a half hours of MASH on every day. And I watched every second of it over a summer. <laughs> and I saw almost all but one episode doing it that way. And this was before DVR. Yeah. And this was, yeah no, so this I, was, you, you, would, you had your clock set. Yeah. Like, like, oh, man, CR I got to watch that. She's lucky. Every so often there'd be like a, yeah, no, I would tape a few episodes on a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> like all his favorites, like the Christmas, the Christmas yeah. episode. I did. I had. I had. A, I had. A, I had a Mash Christmas tape. I actually did. Like the, around Christmas time, they ran a, a Mash marathon. Mommy, mommy, can we watch the Mash Christmas episodes? <laughs> and I, yeah, you, I, sure I you don't want to watch Rudolph, oh, dude. And I would watch it all the time. It didn't matter. Yeah, like, but the Charlie Brown Christmas special done. I want to watch Mash, mommy. Yeah. I like Mash. I want to watch. I want to know what's going on with Hot Lips McGillicuddy. I want to watch <laughs> Hawkeye operating on guys in the Korean War. Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah, so I'd, and I would sit there and I'd wait when the commercials would start. I'd pause the VCR so he cut out the commercials, <laughs> unpause it when the show came Duke, back. Dude, you fancy Duke, pants. Wow. Yeah, Dude. he's already it's, cutting it's out a, the commercials. A, there's a VCR hack for you from the old man. Elbex, <laughs> old man, yeah. VCR But yeah, hack. watching it that way when the, straight back to the 80s. When, when the DVDs finally started getting released, uh, obviously I bought them all as they came out, and... <clears throat> When I collected all 11 seasons on DVD, I found one episode I had never seen before, and it's not even a great episode, which is why it was missing from all that. It's like right. some rare lost episode of MASH where like they said something that they didn't really, they shouldn't have said, so the critics were like, you can't ever You can't this say episode. that. Right, right, exactly. just wasn't a great episode. It was not, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, nothing says holiday cheer like the Korean War. And <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Saving lives, I guess. I had a, uh, when I was growing up, I had a video cassette that I would tape Ninja Turtles cartoons on. Yeah. Like, I, I'd, I'd set it to whatever the maximum time is, like six hours or eight hours, something like that. So I had six to eight hours in Ninja Turtles Yeah, because you had the different speeds you, yep. you could record on. So you can make a VHS last like two hours, four hours, or six hours, or whatever yep. that was. Man, 
taking me back. I know, but I would have that. I, I would I would put that tape on every night when I would go to bed, just so Ninja Turtles would be on. And then if I woke up in the middle of the night, I'd be like, Oh, Ninja Turtles is on, cool. He's got Michelangelo just lulling, lulling him to sleep, like, Oh, go go to sleep, little Chucky yeah. baby. Yeah, go he, to sleep, little Chucky baby. Then he wakes up with from a nightmare. It's all okay because Master Splinter's okay. here. Yeah, <laughs> Master Splinter and Pizza's here. Everything's yep. gonna be okay. As nope. we as we've discussed already on the show, I never really watched Ninja Turtles. So do you still have that tape handy by chance? <laughs> yeah. I'll have to look. He's also been having some trouble sleeping. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, I, I told you guys last week that I saw the first half hour of Aquaman, and then I was really yeah, sleepy, yeah. so I fell asleep. Apparently, that's my new uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> it's your new Blade Runner. Because I have two more times I've gotten about 20 minutes more into that movie and be like, man, this is really cool, and then fell asleep. Dude, I'm having the same issue with Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I finally watched it. the newest it. one? Yeah, the newest okay. one. Like, I was so excited. We had Kyle come in and yeah. talk about how great this movie is. I'm so excited to watch it. I can't wait. I love Godzilla. I got him tattooed on my damn leg, for God's sake. Yeah. And I fell asleep within, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, this is bad. I should... Is it, is it bad or is it just like the, the moment you were watching it in? Um, for me, uh, I think overall the movie is it's 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 fairly well done, but I couldn't get into it. Like mm-hmm. the, the story, like the, the story build up to the monsters fighting and stuff is kind of weird and out there. And again, I'm having issues suspending my disbelief in order to understand that there's all these giant titan monsters hidden somewhere in the earth. Yeah, like how did we not find them up to this point kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And I mean, essentially the whole the whole movie is you got to let the Titans come and uh, kind of purge the earth and they then take dumps or whatever. And it, <laughs> and it helps renew plant life grow. And that's it, the Godzilla it kills movie. The humans. And, that's the Godzilla yeah. movie I'd like to see is them like, trying to trying to deal with the fallout of the fact that these giant monsters have to go to the bathroom at yeah. some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Godzilla droppings. You got to right. clean them up. It's like a yeah. giant I'm, Tamagotchi. They find I'm Godzilla's out. turd burglar here. I got to sweep up all these. <laughs> Uh, they discover that like New Zealand is actually just just monster turds. Yeah, I was curious though because I remember the first time I ever watched Guardians, I felt like Guardians of the Galaxy. I fell asleep during it. And it was just one of those. Just, I was really tired that day, and I just wasn't yeah. in the mood for it. And I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's and I, and I hadn't really read any Guardians going into it, so I didn't really have any sort of. I knew who Rocket Raccoon was, and. So I, I watched him like, wow, that kind of sucked. Like, why did they make why a movie did I out of fall that? Sleep. Yeah, that's. Great, good job, Marvel. And then, like, I go back and I need to try this again. Like, well, this movie's great. So, like, what was wrong with me that day? So, yeah, I wish I had that same experience with Godzilla. Like, yeah. I'm not totally crapping on Godzilla, but it just kind of yeah. Well, like I said, the Aquaman movie, fantastic. Like yeah. the the effects, the the like I said last week, the fact that they took characters that should not work that are just silly and made them work is great. Watching all the water effects and stuff, and like. The the people are driving around in the, the the point that I fell asleep at last night. The people are driving around Atlantis in like these fish cars, mm-hmm. which is just, oh that's silly. Like the Jetsons, but with yeah. fish. The, the, all the cars like one of the cars looks like a, a manta ray, and the, the what Mara's car just looked like some kind of crazy fish with the spines, or whatever like that. But she's got the Corvette. Of as I'm fish telling cars. you, fish car. You're like <laughs> what fish car? But no, and then you see it, and you're like, wow, that looks badass. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I just out of curiosity for James too, because you mentioned Blade Runner. Yeah, are you a Blade Runner fan or no? I tried watching the original on Netflix like years ago. Yeah. Fell asleep. Um, Thank you. Okay, so I haven't we're... attempted the new one. I've heard a lot of good things about the new one, but yeah. I'm like, I've heard nothing but good things about the original one, which is why I brought it up. Me and Chuck have had that same experience where we keep yep. we keep going back and trying to watch it again because one, it's Harrison Ford. 
Exactly. And, and like, especially in like the nerd world, it's like so, it's, so highly acclaimed. Yeah, it's one of the pillars. Of, I know. You know like and I know, I know cinema. the checkpoint guys are out there right now monitoring our stream. If any of them are Blade Runner fans that can come and explain it to me, <laughs> I invite them to come in right. and try and talk me into watching the stupid movie again because nerds love Blade Runner. And I just I don't know I I cannot every time. I've, every time I tried yeah and Chuck's every, the exact same way I think we both we fall asleep every time every time I watch it I get like twenty minutes farther yeah. than I did the last time and then I wake up right at the end when uh, the girl screams and yeah. dies and so, I well, get what's the movie that's kind well, of similar we, we, but with Schwarzenegger in it Terminator no no <laughs> well he's like a he's not like a TV show oh the Running Man the Running Man okay but isn't that like just Blade Runner but for the dummies. No, not really. No, I okay. think they're drastically different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Running Man absolutely. Shows how much I know. The Running Man absolutely entertaining. Yeah. I'll catch that sometimes on cable. Yeah, because it's got the pervy night. guy from the game show, the her, pervy game show host yep. guy who's like the host of the, the whatever, the futuristic show that Schwarzenegger's on. Yeah, for sure. No, that's the... Well, the Checkpoint guys either are bored of us, <laughs> don't want to know what we're doing in here to their studio, they or were... none of them can <laughs> defend Blade Runner because no, none, they... none of them came in. <laughs> no, they're, they're, like, they're like, bitch, you flying your own. <laughs> yeah, like, we also got nothing good to talk about this week. So, like, you do your show and we'll do right. our show yeah. kind of thing. Well, I do have a couple of things to bring up. One of them you sent to me last week, James. We'll get yeah. to it after the break here. Some Doctor Strange news from uh, Avengers Perfect. Endgame. I'm wearing my Doctor Strange t-shirt. I know. Perfect. All right. Coming back. Nerd Radio. Hi, this is Billy West, your old pal. And this is Philip J. Fry. You know, 25-year-old pizza delivery boy. And I was sitting here listening to Nerd Radio. It's real cool. You don't know anything about radio. Listen to me. I was a radio guy, and I know better than you. Kip, alert the men. I've made it with a woman. On Nerd Radio? Uh. Welcome back to more Nerd Radio. Of course, all over your social media, Nerd Radio 101, and on the podcast page at WRAF.com and Boston. Rock, 92.9rocks.com. Thank you very much. And wherever you get in your, uh, your podcast, it's part of the Peapod Studios Network. It is Chuck Bean, Al Beck, and James. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. Yeah. That's right. Well, as you're listening to this as a podcast, we aren't actually live. But if you want to imagine we are. Recorded live from the Checkpoint. Is that better? That's fair. <laughs> uh. But uh, while we're in the Checkpoint XP studios, we are on their Twitch stream Wednesday afternoons from between like 11 and 1 o'clock, which is uh, you can find at Checkpoint. What is it? Checkpoint XP. Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. Bammo. And uh, the reason I bring that up is... Bammo! Bammo! <laughs> yeah. I like that. I might yeah. steal that. There you go. Every time I drop a... Like, it's like my bazinga. Yeah, yeah exactly. I just drop some, drop some knowledge and go, Bammo! Yeah. yeah. Chuck's been watching episodes of Batman before he came in or something. <laughs> no, see, now, da, I da, want, da, da, da. now I want to see on your Twitch stream while you're playing uh, Realm Royale. I want to hear you when you get a shot, good shot. I want to hear you say, Bammo! Oh, I got to say more inappropriate things more than Bammo. More inappropriate than Bammo. Yeah, it's more like, Evo! <laughs> <laughs> Suck on these, I hear anything on my bobbers. But a question comes from our, our Twitch stream here. Do us uh, free alley. I believe that's how it said. Uh, wanted to know in chad, who's excited for the new Spawn movie? You guys heard about this? Mm. Kevin talking about he's making uh, he's making two different Spawns. I don't know if it's a movie. I'll look it up. A movie or a show, but he's supposed to be making one that's going to be rated R for the adults and then a Spawn Wait. something for the kids. Seth MacFarlane? No, Todd McFarlane. Todd, okay, Todd McFarlane. Seth MacFarlane, the Family Guy version of Spawn. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Who's playing Spawn? Is it Peter Griffin? Because it's going to be him, all fat with the face paint. Like, oh, I hope that buzzing's not translating all, all across the world. No, nope, nope. Okay, well, I'm from hell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Yeah, I said, okay, so Ty McFarlane is reportedly working on two animated Spawn shows, one for kids and one for adults, and then the Spawn movie that they're supposed to be working on is going to be a rated R. You know, speaking of Spawn, uh, in the comic book stores this week, Spawn 300. I can't, he must have released some of that stuff in like a bi-weekly or something like mm-hmm. that. You can't convince me. I don't know. I don't. It's a, I haven't done the math, but you can't convince me Spawn's been around long enough to have 300 issues. How many? How long would 300 issues justify? I like I said, I haven't done the math. Well, you get at least an issue a month. That's 12 a year. So I don't know. But hasn't Spawn's been out since I've been in like junior high school? That's true. It has been around like since 3,000 issue. I don't know. All right, I'm pulling up the calculator. Right here. <laughs> this is not, this is going to be well, not great. Radio. While you do that, yeah, I will say that uh, Spawn was never really a part of my wheelhouse at all. The only thing I know from Spawn is the movie that came out back in the day, and then yeah. they had the coolest-looking action figures that I felt like I was too young to purchase as a child at Toys R right. Us. And John Leguizamo is in it. He is. And he plays that, that weird clown thing, and he does <laughs> yeah. a great job. The Chuck thing out loud while we're trying, yeah. to, we're trying to... John Leguizamo is also in Tu Wong Fu. Thank you for everything. He plays a great mm-hmm. uh, drag queen. <laughs> I don't know why we're going on John Leguizamo. He's the pest. <laughs> I love unplanned nerd radio. I'm, I'm running out of John Leguizamo facts here, Chuck. I'm just, I'm trying to math here. Okay, <laughs> it's 300 divided by 12, right? It's 300 divided by 12, but that gives me 25. So then I have to go back 25, and Spawn would have had to have started in 1994, which actually sounds about right. So there you go. That's your that's your uh, that's your Spawn update here on Nerd Radio. You discovered this. You discovered this week exactly how bad I am at math. So there you go. Well, so it's been confirmed. We just snoped it. <laughs> yeah. We snoped it. Spawn definitely had 300 issues. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, now, in, in regards to the movie, I didn't even know there was a new movie being made. Yeah. I I was I loved Todd McFarlane when he was working on Spider Man, and then in the in the mid nineties, him and Rob Lee Field and all those guys moved to Image Comics, and that was his Image Comics character. I remember picking up like the first year of it, and the the publication was so. Like instead of being monthly, it would come out, and then like three months later, an issue would come out, and then five months after that, an issue would come out. And just ugh. so it got kind of sporadic; it wasn't actually sticking to right. any kind of a deadline or whatever. Makes it really hard to follow. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. And then you know, on top of it, Tom McFarlane, great artist, not so good at writing. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know. So the, to to answer your question, there, do us uh, Friali. Um, I, 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 it's probably going to be like Aquaman or the DC movies. I'm not going to rush out to the theater to see it, but you know, hey, maybe and it's live be. action. It's not an animated. They're saying no. They're saying it'd be live action. So, but they they're going for a rated uh, in our ratings. They can do all the blood and guts they want to, and and swearing and whatnot. And if you want a non-answer to your pressing nerd questions, you <laughs> can stream us live <laughs> yeah. around 11:30 Wednesday afternoons. <laughs> Twitch.tv. <laughs> I read something like this morning when I woke up that DC is looking to get Keanu Reeves back as uh, Constantine. Really? For for another movie. For like, I don't know if they want to do a second Constantine movie, if they just want to add him to a DC movie. I thought he was great as Constantine, but I, I wasn't it. familiar with the comic or the character in that regard. I just thought as a movie, it's a character in a movie, yeah. I thought he was really good. It, 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 I do really appreciate the Constantine movie. It's, it's, it's definitely one of my favorites. And I don't remember liking that movie, but it could have been just like the Guardians of the Galaxy thing where you just I fell asleep, just wasn't in the mood for it or whatever. And I tried to watch it because I have not tried to rewatch it. Yeah. You know, I've I've never been a big Keanu Reeves fan, but I've been kind of turning around on that a little bit. Yeah. You know, like I think the whole world is turning around. It is. And that's, that's, that's yeah. the exact reason why DC is like, we got to cash in. Yeah. We got to cash in on Keanu or out while he's hot. We're going Matrix 4 or whatever. Let's right. Let's revive Constantine. Right. Let's. 
We're gonna, like we, I think we made a joke. We're gonna revive Speed. Yeah, right. we get know? Speed back. Uh, yeah. Bill and Ted's already coming back. And the, and the rumor is that he's supposed to play uh, the Submariner in the Black, uh, the second Black Panther movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. There's no there's Submariner, the, Submariner, or whatever. Come on. Right. Namor. Of all the characters. Oh yeah, yeah. He does. He does go by Namor, right? Yeah, Namor the Submariner. Yeah. yeah. Just whatever. It, it, you know that means Keanu's gonna be running around in a speedo. Well, that's cool, but <laughs> I think that's one of like my most like I thought lamest characters from the comic books ever was that Nemor guy. I was like, I always hated getting his trading card. I never really yeah. read about him. <laughs> never read about him much in the comics, but I, he was always to me like lame-o. Yeah, well, he's Marvel's Aquaman. He is Marvel's Aquaman, and, and people are pretty eh, about Aquaman. Yeah, at least until you get Jason Momoa. Well, Jason to be Momoa to me is a hell of an Aquaman. He is. So. I would agree. Well, Absolutely. I thought. Well, I, I turned around an Aquaman when Jeff Johns was writing the comic. Yeah, Jeff Johns wrote that. Wrote one hell of an Aquaman. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so James sent me this article last week. It's uh, about Avengers Endgame, and uh, somebody noticed once it came out on DVD and Blu-ray that there's a little they call it blink and you miss it moment, which kind of is a gaff, if you will. Is kind of a continuity error mm-hmm. in the big scene. Big continuity error. I don't. I don't think I'm spoiling this too much, since it's already on video and it's been on video for a couple for almost a month now. Um, in the big battle scene where everybody comes back to fight Thanos, um, as the camera pans across everybody right before you get to Cap, and he says the iconic Avengers assemble line. Yeah. As it pans across Doctor Strange, he's wearing the Eye of Agamotto. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oh. Which, it has been destroyed in the in uh, Infinity War by Thanos, so they could get the time gem. Wah, wah. So the, I've I've not heard a uh, an official explanation for this, but it, it's only in that one scene too, because any of the other scenes, Doctor Strange, and he's not wearing it. But I think the one. only explanation for this is, whoopsie, we really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we really effed up this time. Well, here's the thing: own your mistake, though. Don't go back and digitally, you know, fix it like uh, HBO did with that Game of Thrones cup. Did they go back and fix it? I heard that they went back and uh, that it's Starbucks silly. cup will be missing if you like go back and stream it. Yeah, I think it's already been it's already been removed. Clean, yeah, yeah. So unless you had it on your DVR from when it originally aired, you'd never see it. Yeah, it <laughs> reminds me. Do you remember what was it like a month ago when Corey Graves dropped that s bomb on uh, Monday Night Raw? Oh, was it episode? when he when, when the dude got knocked into was it Bobby Lashley got thrown into, into the, the projector or whatever? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, There's yeah. Like all this day, and then holy s word. <laughs> Because uh, I was watching SmackDown last night, and there was a segment. Because typically, when that stuff happens, they're on a tape delay, so like the audio will just cut out if somebody swears. Right, it just goes to silence. You yeah. see, you still see pictures and things are happening, but it just all oh, silent. Right. Know. Go watch Samuel L. Jackson on Saturday Night Live from a few oh, years really? ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dropped a couple of f bombs. Oops. Oops. He can't <laughs> help the, himself. The word he's the most known for saying. I know. And the, well, the, he can't resist. That was the, the thing. Was that was the bit too? Was it was uh, it was? I can't remember what they used to call it, but it was a bit that uh, Keenan Thompson would do this interview th- show. Oh, okay. And so he had Samuel L. Jackson on there, and he was supposed to say "mother," and then Ke- uh, um, Keenan was supposed to like step in and stop him. But he didn't step in quick enough, oh, yeah. and for some reason, in Sam Jackson's mind, he didn't like think to just stop to stop because himself. he didn't get stopped. He just said it, <laughs> and then he like tried to do the bit again and said it again. So, oh, for God's yeah. sakes! Yeah, oh, and that's why Jesus. Samuel Jackson has not been invited back to Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So like Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns and and uh, Rowan were all fighting or something like that, and somebody dropped something because the 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 it went quiet for a good three seconds. Mm. Somebody, I think it was Daniel Bryan, fell down and uh, and and said some bad words. <laughs> oh no! Well, here's a guy that says some bad words. 
Mark Marin. Yeah. Very, uh, very funny comedian. Uh, mm-hmm. Saw him in, in uh, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix. Uh, I know Al, you love stand-up mm-hmm. comedy, so yep. you, you know uh, Mark Marin and his podcast something like that. I thought you say, Al, you love Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. <laughs> you love the Gorgeous Ladies <laughs> Who of Wrestling. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, he's apparently going to be a part of this Joker movie that's coming out. Yeah, I, had, I hadn't heard that until you, uh, you dropped it on us right before we went live. Yeah, there's, uh, there's an article I saw that um, he's um, apparently... Before this, he had tweeted something about comic book movies are for grown male nerd child, which not wrong. Mm, um, yeah. But now, uh, with this, uh, when the Joker trailer came out last week, he had uh, retweeted it and and said, "Oh, oh, S word! This feels like a real grown up movie. Gonna be awesome." Oh, <laughs> are you saying that because he's in it? I that's what uh, the the re, the tweets that reply to him. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to play um, Arthur Flex Agent Ted Merrill. These. These names Dude, mean flex nothing. Flex agent to me. is like a nickname. Like you can be like, I'm the flex agent, the flex, yeah. the agent of flex. That's a, that sounds like a really good superhero name. You put flex in it. J- like James' flex mind is still in John Cena's sounds, body right yeah, now. Yeah, it sounds like an awesome wrestler. <laughs> like I want oh, that yeah. was what my nickname as a wrestler needs to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Mark Maron is going to be in this Joker movie, and apparently has, has come around on these uh, these these superhero movies if he's in them. <laughs> if he's in them, is, which is what know, it comes down to. I'll give it to you. You, uh, you guys both. Um, is, is the Joker movie on your radar? Oh, we've, absolutely, it is. We've talked about how you got. You know, you don't watch a trailer if something if it's mm-hmm. something that you're already sold on. Is this does this fall under like I'm going to go see it, so I'm not going to. I haven't watched the trailer. I've shared the trailer on social media. You know, yeah. I'll still put it out there, but I haven't actually watched it. I've seen the Joker makeup. Yep. Um, which I'm not crazy about, but it's not going to kill anything for me. Uh, but I'm really stoked to see. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix as yeah. the Joker. I am a big fan of his, and it might flop. I mean, I like Jared Leto too, uh, and I, you know, wasn't crazy about that Joker, but it could have just been the movie too. Sure. To be honest with you, I, I don't know. I, DC's just been not, not really bringing it. Yeah, they're not. Uh, their their movies aren't quite as uh, mm, up to no. par as entertaining as no. uh, some of the Marvel stuff. But, but uh, even if the movie's not great, I don't know. It might be. I'm not getting ahead of myself. I am. Regardless, I am really looking forward to seeing. Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. What I got out of that trailer is it looks like it's going to feel very much like a like a Fight Club kind of movie. Like it's you know yeah the the Joker is a bad guy. Who's got bitch tits then? It's society that's awful. I don't know. That's a good maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like he actually stops to ponder. Like I don't know <laughs> who in the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie would have Robert bitch tits. Robert De Niro's in it. Is he? Which is nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, he's uh, according to the trailer, he's playing some kind of like a, a talk show host or something. That uh, he the, in the trailer they show he finds uh, Joaquin Phoenix's stand up and puts it on his like late night you know uh, the Tonight Show uh, okay. thing up on the screen. I'm like, check out this guy, he's awful kind of thing. And it's one of many many bad things that happens to him that finally turns him into. <laughs> so they have him on the show to the essentially troll him on national television. Yes. Oh, great. And it's one of many humiliations and, and bad things that happen that eventually makes him snap and turn into the Joker. I don't the, know. The I'm, Joker doing stand-up reminds me of something from okay. the Star Trek convention. Yeah. During the, uh, the the William Shatner panel, somebody asked him, what's the worst thing you've ever done in your career? And he went through like one story that he had done, like one particular episode of T.J. Hooker that he thought was great, went back and watched it, and it was terrible. Okay. But then as he started, he continued doing his panel, he remembered like, oh, no. The worst thing I've ever done in my career was there was some comedy club that approached him and was like, hey, you're kind of a funny guy. Like, maybe we can do a, you know, we can pay you, you can come in and do a set or something like that. And he was like, I've got the greatest idea. I'll come in character as Captain Kirk doing stand up. 
and it will be purposely bad, like Captain Kirk trying to do stand-up. It's going to be awful. He's going to bomb. But the uh, the irony I'm of it in on this idea, right? He, well, exactly. <laughs> and he goes, and he's like, but like he thinks he's doing a good job. It's supposed to be bad, and that's why it's going to be funny because you know, and uh, and like the whole audience laughs, and he's like, he's like, sounds like a great idea, right? So did I. I thought it was great too. Turns out it's not. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. And he was like, as it turns out, that's the worst thing I've ever done, and now I'm depressed. Like, I'm oh, sad geez. now because I remembered that. You made Captain Kirk sad. You made Captain Kirk sad. <laughs> no, uh, the, over the weekend, I guess, uh, the, at one of the preview screenings, there was a standing ovation for the movie. The thing I'm most concerned about is, much like Fight Club, like Brad Pitt is not the anti-hero in this movie. Like he's, he, he, You can... You can watch the movie and you can be like, yeah, okay, some of the things he's saying makes a lot of sense, but the lengths he goes to makes him the villain, and I feel like it, that's how this movie needs to be treated. Yeah. Like, you can you can kind of try and make Joker sympathetic, but at the end of the day, he is a psychotic serial killer. Don't, you know, try and woobify him. Trying to give him heart, make people care about the Joker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really care about the Joker as a person, you know. <laughs> that White Knight was pretty cool. Yeah, and it's an interesting take on the the idea that like, what if the Joker was you know clinically literally insane, and then like actually got whatever help he needed to be sane? Mm-hmm. Like, what what do you do after that? Yeah, well, Batman has, has to go to the unemployment line, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's he's got job security because he's got the Riddler and Mister Freeze and Poison Ivy. He's got tons of villains, so you know you can take one out of the uh, you can take the classic one Batman villain. I know, you know. Yeah, it's true for sure. But it's it's also one of those things. that's like when you're if you're making Batman media or something like that. What, there's like a list of things at this point I don't need to see anymore. You know, just like Spider Man, I don't need to see Uncle Ben die. I know he died. Yeah, I don't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents die. Um, you've you've done the Joker like multiple times. Batman has a bunch of people. Somebody online was saying like, why don't we do a Clayface movie? Clayface has never been in the, in the movies. And yeah, that come would, to think of it, he hasn't. That would be amazing. Yeah, we fantastic. have the technology now to do it, too. Absolutely. With CGI mm-hmm. and stuff. It's yeah. cool to see. If you, can, if you can make Dolph Lundgren's Aquaman hair fly all the way. <laughs> <But> that's, <laughs> that's one thing straight. They did not do a good job with Dolph Lundgren's Aquaman hair. None of the hair looked right underwater. But then again, I don't live underwater, so I don't know if that's what your hair would look like. I don't live, but I don't live underwater. I didn't buy, that, uh, buy it as that believable. I like that when everybody walks from the water into the like they all look wet. They all look like they just dumped a bucket of water on them before the take. So, because <laughs> that would have been that would have been really silly. It's probably a really cold shoot. Being probably, shoot. yeah. Probably always freezing. Heat, heat lamps everywhere. Yeah, they had to have been. All right. Well, I've got a couple more things to talk about here on Nerd Radio. One of which being the new AEW uh, champion Chris Jericho over the yeah. weekend. Little uh, little little problem with his belt. It's the championship title belt. Uh-oh. Oh, at the old local steakhouse. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll tell you guys about it next when Nerd Radio returns. This is Nerd Radio. I want nothing. <laughs> I want absolutely nothing. There's no prize to win here. We're all losers. And we're back with more Nerd Radio on the podcast page at uh, WRF.com as part of the B-Pod Studios Network, wherever you get in your podcast. We always encourage you guys to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get in your podcast, and follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. Al Beck! Yes! James! Hi! It's like a roll call. It is. This is Chuck being in here. And constantly you. changing up the order in which you do it, so James so doesn't James know who to cut to. never has any has idea. no idea who to cut to. He just, he's, 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 as I watch it, I can see myself like, oh, he's talking to me. And I see myself look down and find the right key. <laughs> there we go. I was going to say, how's it, how's it going over there this week? Actually, actually not too bad. 
like last week I started to get carpal tunnel in my hand. I don't oh, know what yeah. the deal was. Like too much was, switching. Yeah. Like my hand got all cramped up because I think we had Erica in. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's the I extra. I had four fingers, and then I'd move my other finger to go over to either myself yeah. or like the big general, like the general cut of the whole yeah. room. And for whatever reason, man, my hand was like locked up. It was. <laughs> You're gonna have to use the both claw. The, you have to use the claw. <laughs> you gotta have to have both hands hovering. Yeah, it was like the, it was like when I learned to pleasure myself but with the <laughs> other other hand back in the day. The stranger. Yeah, with, uh, the, with the claw. <laughs> with the, that's, hey, yeah, it's, hey, it's gonna be a different rough go. strokes for different folks. Yeah. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, sometimes um, the claw does it for others. Sometimes oh. it doesn't really uh, live up to its legend. Well, like, it like this week though, like because you were over there doing the directing on the Twitch stream, you know. You're on vacation this week, and you came in to record the podcast. Yeah. And I wasn't sure if you were going to or not, so like we just thought, you know, like, oh, we're in the Checkpoint studio. Maybe we can just get one of those guys to fill in, like Joe and whoever else. But, like, if Joe wants to come in here and help us out so Joe can run the Twitch stream because I don't want to go over there and do it. Right. <laughs> Eventually, like, they, they, they told us there's another computer over there that's got, like, a, a drop system. So, yeah. we could, you know, put some stuff in there. Eventually, I'd like to use that. Yeah. That would be fun, but that would be all you. Yeah, well. It's <laughs> inspiring to do an actual real show, yeah. a real program. Yeah. Yeah. And the sound effects are played live and not in post-production. Yeah, well. Either that either that, or I will be walking we'll back and forth from this desk over to that desk. I was going to say, we'll, we'll see how long it takes for me to lose my privileges over there. <laughs> well, first got to figure out why every time we touch the countertop, our headphones. It buzzes. Goes, I know. I don't know we, what you're talking I got nothing over banned. here, man. So I don't know, what, something, something with us then. Yeah. Yeah. Like last, all I did was grab the table and pull myself in, but whatever. I don't know. We're breaking it. It's brand new and we're breaking it. All right. So uh, one of my favorite characters that Marvel's created over the last couple of years is the character Spider-Gwen, which is an alternate reality spider person. It is uh, in an alternate reality. What if Gwen Stacy was the one that got bit by the spider and Peter Parker was actually the one that got killed? Mm -hmm. Uh, So so she was jokingly referred to as Spider-Gwen in the comics, but they finally given her an actual code name, which is Ghost spider uh, she's got a new series that they just started a new number one in. Ghost Spider. Right. So she, uh, at the end of her last series, had oh, a, a about a year's worth of storyline story where she got a symbiote costume, similar to the Venom costume, uh, but with little differences. And that was one of the things I really liked about the original book is that because it was an alternate reality, you would see Spider-Man villains like the Vulture, Green Goblin, or something like that, but you would see them in a new light. They would you know, they'd be shifted so, slightly differently. Which It'd be was the same, but different. Right. Um, in this new series, because her um, her identity has been revealed on her Earth, and everyone knows that Gwen Stacy is the ghost spider, ghost she, spider. she has decided to go to uh, college in the main Marvel Universe. So she, ghost spider goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> she jumps, uh, so in order to make it to college, she jumps from her universe to the other universe using some technology, and then goes to college in, in the main Marvel Universe where, you know, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Miles yeah. Morales is also Spider-Man and then, you know, goes back to her. This is Earth a really 65. complicated lead-up to a comic book. My God. Yeah. It's, it's like, might as well take a physics course it's while a bit. you're at it. It's a bit. But uh, one of the things that um, is drastically different about Gwen is her symbiote that is her costume mm-hmm. is made of spiders. Okay. And somebody uh, in the new issue, uh, number one of, of Ghost Spider, like she saves this family and this little kid asks her how to, because she has so much white on her costume, like how do you keep your costume clean? And she's like, it's it's made of spiders. 
It's just that's a, terrifying. It's that's just, a terrifying uh, kind of. It's just that she's wearing a costume. I have to put on a suit of nightmares uh, to go yeah. fight crime right it's now. Made of spiders. I'm Gwen Stacy, the ghost spider. That is horrifying. <laughs> My yeah, God. That's what I'm saying. That's why I I felt like I had to share this, this with you guys because much like uh, what was it a couple of months ago when the the Spider Man uh, annual came out with Peter Porker. And yeah. I discovered that Peter Porker is not a pig that was bit by a spider, but a spider that was bitten by a pig. Oh, no. <laughs> this is just... P- Peter Porker makes me laugh, just the mere mention of him every it's, time. It's I love a, it. It's a funny little... Uh, it also sounds like a nickname you'd give a chubby kid in high school, you know? Hey, you yeah, see Peter Porker? <laughs> Peter Porker over there has got extra pizza on his lunch tray. Uh, <laughs> what thank, a Porker. Thank you so much for pointing at Chuck when you did that, because I don't <laughs> think I could have handled it. <laughs> I would have gone. I wasn't, wasn't aiming at anybody's. Like, I, I know, was just I know. Like, Peter Porker over here. But if you were pointed across the table, like, hey, <laughs> Peter Porker, you fat porking son of a bitch, yeah. why don't you eat some more pizza? It's really weird when James got up and walked across the table and pointed right in my face. I thought that was a bit much. And then he gave, and then he gave you a swirly. Right. It real, yeah. It was a real rough show. He but gave me pizza afterwards, though. That was pretty cool. You better do my homework, too, you porker. I do love some pizza. <laughs> I'll do your I'll do your homework for some pizza. I'll love me some pizza. Dude, I, that sounds uh, dirty. Was just the way you said it. I'll do your I was going to say something even worse. Hey. I'm just going to move on. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Um, on the it, next segment, what will Chuck do for pizza? <laughs> yeah. The list is uh, very long. <laughs> the, the, there's a much shorter yeah. list of things Chuck wouldn't do for pizza. Yeah. So doing the dishes is not on there though. No, I'll do the dishes. I'll do the dishes all day long. I did that. We, me and Amy got a uh, we got an, an agreement. She does the cooking. I do the dishes. Because I don't know how to cook. so I, I, I applaud you guys if you stick to that agreement. I, I can wash some dishes. I've had a similar agreement in my relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't really gone the way no, it really <laughs> started out, but it's okay. Ew. It's okay, though. This week, uh, the Steven Universe movie was on uh, on Monday, debuted on Cartoon Network. I'm we- actually wearing my Steven Universe shirt today because I'm celebrating that uh, I watched it last night. It was very good. It's supposed to be kind of the ending of the series. Oh no! Uh, I don't know that they're going to be coming back for more Steven Universe, but it was a it was a great end. There were a bunch of songs like Steven Universe. A good send off. Yeah, and the Steven Universe cartoon, much like most of the Cartoon Network's uh, shows, are like these two eleven minute segments. So like each episode is you know eleven minutes, and then you get a commercial break, and then there's a new episode eleven minutes. That way they can vary them up. You know if they go going back to our syndication thing. Um, but this one was like stri- like an entire ninety minute movie with no breaks whatsoever, no commercials or anything like that. And like, it's, wow, no commercials either. Nope, that's rarer to find these days than any kind of a made for TV type movie. Right, and they uh, they they like it. It felt like you know how Disney always has like four or five songs in the movie. This uh, this had like eleven. Like mm. It was like a musical. It was literally Is it either they had this in mind going into it as like a musical, or they're like, oh man, we only have like thirty minutes worth of stuff. We need 11 songs to make this 90 minutes. <laughs> right? It's like they, they wanted to make sure they made an entire album if they were, you know, if this is the last thing they were doing, I guess. It also could be a great idea, like, for marketing to try to make a few extra bucks. I don't know how popular Steven Universe is with the kids. Right. And I don't know if the kids are actually buying CDs. <laughs> That's true. Or maybe, you know, you're buying it on iTunes, more than likely. So you're kind of hoping that maybe one of these songs will totally is... A hit be a catches huge on, hit. and yeah. then we'll have a million right. downloads of the Steven Universe. Uh, oh, I found my butt song or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, it was a fun time, and uh, if you haven't caught it yet, I'm not going to spoil anything. But it is it, there's a new character, and she is animated differently than the other characters. So like, she looks like she's straight out of like an old Disney like Steamboat Willie era mm. uh, cartoon, and it's really 
mind blowing to watch that animation style interacting with all the regular Steven Universe animation. Let style. me ask this: if, if you can tell me without spoiling anything, okay? Did they kind of go down the path of like any kind of social political commentary with this other type of animated character? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because Rock was Modern Life. I don't know if you watched Rock was Modern yes. Life, the remake on that, which I thought yep. was great. It totally hit on all the nostalgia strings perfectly, Yep, 100%. It was like I felt like I was Sunday morning, my dad's making pancakes and sausage for breakfast, sure. mm-hmm. and Rock was Modern Life was on in the background. But then it got into some kind of political stuff that I mm-hmm. was not expecting, but I think that they did a great job with. I agree. I like that the, there's a particular character who was a, 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 a male in the in the original sheer series, and the, 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 both the Rocco's uh, show and the Invader Zim show uh, on Netflix the, uh, deal with the fact that like they haven't had an episode in years. So like right in the first five minutes, there's some kind of explanation to like this is why. Yeah. Like, this is what the character's been doing over the last whatever when they haven't gone on. But there was a character originally in the Rocco's Modern Life that was male, and this particular episode has changed gender to female. And uh, it, it, part of the story arc is uh, getting their parents to, you know, accept this new version yeah, of that was very well. Like it totally caught me off guard. Like all of a sudden I'm watching this cartoon that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get a little nostalgia feels. And sure. Like, yeah. Right. Oh, this is a great piece of commentary on modern time. Like the, hmm. the winds of change are coming to try to let people see things are different now than what they were back then. Right. But it was really cool. Have you seen the Invader Zim one? I have not. I don't know anything about Invader Zim other than I could I could recognize a character in a lineup. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I watched it with uh, with Amy a couple of weeks ago. It was very fun. It was very good. I will never get over the fact that that the, the creator of Invader Zim, Jonah Vasquez, got a job with Nickelodeon because he did a comic called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. <laughs> like initially, wow. and that comic is dark. Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That's There's a James's Christmas list. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope for me after all, being some sort of a weird deranged yeah, public right. you could pervert or whatever. You might eventually get a job with Nickelodeon. Yeah. Who knows? I could be working with kids after all. <laughs> that is scary. You're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of cartoons. I've seen what's in my closet. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, my God. James's closet. Can we do a special remote piece where we go check on James's closet? Get, get Geraldo to uh, oh my go Oh, yeah. Oh, James's my God, closet. yeah. <laughs> on this episode, we go deep inside of the public privilege closet to see what skeletons are actually hiding. Right. Oh, my God, yeah. Let's think about the stuff that James puts out there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what is Dude, James there's hiding? There's some stuff on my phone that I even can't even put out on social media. You're and it has to do you're with like, like the even, gender face swap. Like you're, you're like I, even for me, that's too far. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, it was also speaking of animation. It was announced over the weekend that uh, Toonami uh, Cartoon Network's kind of their their Saturday night uh, Adult Swim stuff where they play all the anime. They are going to have uh, in 2000, uh, 2020 uh, Uzumaki, which is a uh, manga that was done by Junji Ito, who does strictly horror stuff. Uh, and that's something that I'm super uh, interested in. Have they been running trailers for that on Adult Swim yet? Yes. Okay, I think I've been watching it's some the, of the it's trailers. all the spirals okay. everywhere, and like in the like, sky or something like I'm that. I'm not much of an anime guy, but I'm like, this might draw me into that world. Yeah, Jun- Junji Ito has a whole bunch of like short story manga books that are fa- have some fantastic stuff. One of them involves these uh, the, these these kids that are uh, in in school and telling each other these stories about these. Uh, balloons that would have your face on it. Okay. And if you let the balloon like catch up with you, like people would find themselves hanging from a balloon, Ooh. like they died. Okay. 
And it's uh, there, that's just one of the stories. Mm. But the, he has a bunch of really scary stories on Crunchyroll last year. Actually, they over in Japan they did uh, what I think they just called Junji Ito Collection, and it was these half-hour episodes that would be two or three of those short stories animated into the show, and it was real cool because some of them I'd never read before, and then some of them I was like, oh, I remember this one. I can't well, wait to see this creature. Or this must character. have had some sort of a success then if they're going to actually take it and put it now on yeah. uh, Toonami or whatever. Yeah, for so. sure. But it uh, something to look forward to for, for anime fans. But let's get to the big news this Ooh, week. we have big news. We All right. Big news, Al! <laughs> big news! Big news! <laughs> huh? If we were on the drops, we could have some sort of a sound effect, <laughs> but instead, we'll go, big news! <laughs> yeah. News! And now, big news on Nerd Radio. News that's big. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this weekend was AEW's like, All Out. News that's out. big. I like that uh, so much. Awesome. <laughs> Shut up, Chuck. I'm still appreciating All right, that. Fair. I like that you saw Let me know when I can continue the show. Enjoy. All right, I'm done. I'm enjoy done. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy yourself. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, we doing that? Okay, cool. Now to so, the big news. Uh, AEW's All Out was this past weekend. Listeners last week know that uh, Erica was here. <laughs> And let's. You got my. I'm just gonna turn Al's mic off so I can get through this here. Al has been deleted from the. (laughs) You have been removed. I'm sorry because it was like, pay attention, Al. There was big news. Wrestling. Oh. <laughs> no, you're going to like this story. You got, Big sure news you... for some, maybe just not for No, me. it is absolutely no. It's, uh, just because you specifically got my attention. But because <laughs> I know what's going on. This yeah. is actually really funny. Okay. Is, yeah, this is a very anyway. funny story. So AEW. And I didn't, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just I had, to, I had to interrupt you. <laughs> I was about to slam my hand down because I'm laughing, but I don't want the buzzing to come back in the headphones. I'm scared. Uh, I'm done. By all means, continue. Jefferson used to troll me this hard. I never expected it from you. <laughs> oh, please, yeah. Hello, and Phil coming. How many times do I interrupt you in German? Ah. Uh. Okay, so last week we talked about AEW's All Out, their big event that they had in Chicago this weekend. Wrestling. Of course, there was uh, um, StarCast, which was like all the wrestling podcasts were there, and they had a whole bunch of uh, wrestling people. See, and Punk had a uh, thing. He did like a panel. He I, did a I panel saw. at StarCast where he said that he, would, uh, he wouldn't not talk to Vince McMahon. Yes. But he's really not interested in coming back to wrestling. Yeah. Kind of thing, but it's not like if he saw Vince McMahon on his caller ID, he would not pick up the phone, you know, or Triple H, whatever, like that. Uh, but uh, coming out of All Out, their their big event was their the crowning of their first AEW Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. It was Y2J, Chris Jericho, who I'm sure you're familiar with, yes, now, yeah. uh, against uh, Hangman Page, who was a younger wrestler. Uh, Chris Jericho won that match to become the first official AEW heavyweight champion okay there's a very funny video after afterwards of him backstage uh talking a bunch of smack bubbly. yeah and he, he gets to the, the bubbly yeah he's got, he's got a little bit of the bubbly there he's got some, some of the uh the, some some alcohol to mm-hmm. vibe with mm-hmm. so apparently after he left the arena he uh oh, wait wait where would you go if you just became the first aew heavyweight champion where would you go to celebrate al where would I go to celebrate? I mean, yeah. I'd probably go to the comic book store, but something tells me that's not where we went. It's not You're where hungry. Chris Jericho went. Oh, I'm hungry? Yeah. I'm hungry. See, I, I unfortunately already know the answer, so. Oh, well, damn it, Al. <laughs> damn it all the hell, Al. <laughs> I didn't know you were in on the secret. <laughs> to, like, how long am I going to let this go? Dude, I'm trying to build up. I'm trying to make some, some yeah. I really, Honestly, I should have said the steakhouse to see what you. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> you got it one. Whoa. You got it my mind, man. First try. Yeah. Carl's Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Jr. continue with the story, Chuck. Yeah, so Chris Jericho. Steak and shake. After Man, I was going to steak and shake. It's been a minute since I had some steak and shake. It's a little shoestring fries. Woo. 
Um, Jericho went to uh, Longhorn Steakhouse to celebrate and left the title in the limo. And when he came back, it was missing. He had not even had it 24 hours, and he had lost the AEW heavyweight title. You would think, though, that you could... I didn't. Now, I didn't realize that full story. I knew it was a steakhouse, and actually, unfortunately, it was somebody tweeted to you, and I saw the, the, the Twitter interaction uh, on your thing. Oh, yeah. And that's I how tweeted, I know about this, yeah, so unfortunately, out, yeah. Right. The, the last episode of the podcast. Right. get a few more clicks in on it. Yeah, and yeah. Somebody responded. And so I just that. happened to... So <laughs> the fact that you <laughs> tagged me in the post is what spoiled it. <laughs> So thanks for the tag, by See, the way. Try, uh, to help, try to help give him some exposure. Yeah. Right, right. Try You're to help him out. And yeah. Smarten him up. Ruin but you would, you would think you could leave it in the limo. Yeah, you would think. You would think. So uh, apparently they had to file a report with the Tallahassee Police Department. And uh, what, what had happened is the limo driver had taken his bags to the airport Something along those lines, mm-hmm. uh, and it put the belt in with his bags or something like that. Inadvertently, everything got tossed into the lost and found at the airport. So it took a couple of days, but the AEW heavyweight title is finally back in the hands of the champion, Chris so, Jericho. So it has been recovered. It okay. has it has been recovered. But oh God. thank God, I was worried sick. The last, <laughs> I tell you what, you sound a little worried. The last forty eight hours have been gold on social media talking about this story. People talking about like, what if Chris Jericho literally is in AEW as a plant for the for Vince McMahon. Well, I, I feel like this whole thing is a work. Longhorn, Longhorn Steakhouse paid AEW some bucks to get some viral attention. That's, that's entirely that's possible. What I feel like this, this could, could be. be. It's yeah. some sort of a AEW trying to do some stuff differently than WWE. Hey, sponsors, they, here's what we can do differently. Instead of just giving you a commercial for Longhorn Steakhouse because no one's really going to pay attention unless we have our wrestlers wrestling to the side of the commercial like right. SmackDown. We are going to create something that happened at one of your establishments. We are then going to tweet about it, and then we'll see if it picks up from there. And then Longhorn Steakhouse is like, you know what? We're in. Here's some free chili cheese fries. Yes, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't make me want to go to Longhorn. I just think my championship belt's going to get stolen if I go there. Well, yeah, that's that's this kind of... where champions die now. <laughs> Longhorn Steakhouse, AEW heavyweight champion Chris Jericho eats their prime rib. Where are you going to go? Steak and shake. Steak and shake. You know, you go to you're going to dine where the champions dine. Yeah. They do have uh, the, this is the it's second. Bottle. They had it at All In, and then they had one at All Out too. They they do have a sponsorship with Cracker Barrel. Do they really? Where they had a a cracker a barrel with the Cracker Barrel thing on the on, on it, like no. at the side of the ring. I wonder if Cracker Barrel is associated with Longhorn. I know Longhorn. Uh, I that think I is owned know. by the same people that own Red Lobster and Olive Garden. Oh man, I love and both of those things. Yeah, well, they know what they're doing. That's yeah. why they're the restaurant tours. That's why we do this podcast because we don't know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> That's why they have all those restaurants because they so know. So, if that doing. parent company would like to uh, get some some free ads or you know not free ad space, but we'll do a little trade. You want to give us some Red Lobster? We're in for it. Oh good. man, Red Lobster. <laughs> Where all the nerds eat. That's right. Yeah, for Your sure. go-to place for nerd seafood fandom. But people were joking about back in the in the Monday Night Wars, the the WWE Women's Champion showed up on WCW and like dropped their title in the garbage. They're like, "Oh my god, if Chris Jericho shows up on SmackDown with the AEW title, oh my god!" But of course, that's that's not what's going on here. Funny story, and and uh, talking about that Cracker Barrel thing too. Uh, they had uh, the Cracker Barrel sponsored a a triple threat match this weekend between Did three they? three of the guys that were uh, uh, hardcore guys, and one Such of them. Such a weird sponsor. It's a very I think sta- Cracker Barrel. I think of like my grandma. 
you know, or going on a road trip. And I think the idea behind it is because the wrestlers, uh, you know, driving from town to town need to get something to eat or something like that. A lot of them go to the Cracker Barrel. So they just they decided to contact Cracker Barrel Corporate and say, hey, you guys want to you know, maybe sponsor a match or something at this? Uh, well, I mean, it's big thinking on AEW's part. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, one of the wrestlers like took the barrel up to the top rope and then dove off the top rope with the barrel between him and like a table and just it just I just love the idea of corporately sponsored props to use in a wrestling match. Oh yeah. You know for sure. Hopefully Black and Decker does not get involved because you got drills and <laughs> yeah. you get like a get in a, a sex shop involved and now you get smack people around with dongers, which I've already done. Okay. Right. I did it first in case any wrestling league decides to have sex toys involved and people get beat up with dongers. <laughs> right. You were there first. Yeah, we did that already here in Detroit. So <laughs> Chuck Bean was a part of it. I was. I got to be the ref. It was fantastic. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I loved it so much. Thank you very much, Detroit Star Wrestling, for letting me bounce around in your ring for a minute and take a back bump and knock the wind out of myself. It's still uh, one of the highlights of my career. It's funny because I've always, like, even though I haven't really been into wrestling since I was a kid, I've always wondered that same thing, too, like what it actually feels like to take a bump in the ring. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Well, I'll just stand up and jump backwards and land straight flat on your back. That's yeah. how it feels. <laughs> well. Those are just two-by-fours. On, a, on like a metal framing, and there might be a one of those like high school wrestling mats in there. I don't think I get up. I don't want to be able to get up again. Yeah, but uh, That's no, why I, I wouldn't take a bump. I was like, oh, God, I got this back issue. So can we just pretend like? That? I know that was the funniest thing. Is like I'm supposed to be playing the referee, and then it was you and Chuck the Freak were supposed to be doing the wrestling thing. And the guy who was uh, I, I unfortunately can't remember his name, and I apologize for that. The guy who was uh, supposed to be, you know, kind of overseeing one of the trainers, like them. one of the trainers, one of the instructors. Yeah, he's also he was tra- one of the He kept trying wrestlers. to talk you guys into like, okay, well, you want to? Yeah. I can teach you a couple of moves if you want to make it look real. And you guys were like, no, I can't. Like, I can't. <laughs> like, no, let me just have him shove these cheeseburgers in my face and let the rock girl slide a dildo in the ring. And, <laughs> right, right. and then we're gonna go cut to our. Is review. that video still online? Yeah, I think it is. It might it be on be. the the Riffs web uh, YouTube channel by now. Right, we got a that was like, a two guy one video game yep. review. Yeah, well, we'll have to take a look. If we can get it, we should like put it out on the Nerd yeah, Radio the, Twitter and uh, Facebook page. Re- relive that, that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> Since we're talking about it. For sure, for sure. He's a little throwback, man. Yeah. Did you, when you were growing up, did you, either of you guys, because I know, Al, you saw a little bit of wrestling, did you have any aspirations? Well, yeah, I think, you know, did a little of that backyard wrestling with my friends, you know, yeah. like not like the backyard wrestling, just, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, nothing I really pursued. Yeah, nothing I thought was going to become a career, but was, we'd wrestle around the pool. Yep. Um, I had a big pool that was like eight feet deep, so we'd do like the rock bottom off of the diving Hell board, yeah. or we'd right. try to do the Stone Cold Stunner or power bombs and stuff where uh, we're almost coming within inches of death. Yeah, But uh, I was never like, you know what, one day I'm going to be a professional wrestler because I knew I was a bitch and couldn't really handle it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember when uh, MTV and, and WWE had that Tough Enough show. Yes! Yes, yes, I love that show. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And well, it, it, that was that was eye opening in a way that, like, you, the, I think one of the reasons they stopped doing it or stopped showing as much as they did was because, like, I learned how to do a vertical suplex and a you know pick up a guy up for a body slam by watching Tough Enough. They're showing you too much behind the scenes. Yeah, stuff. you're letting, like watching letting you in too much on the key fi- uh, keyfabe. Watching Al Snow teach guys how to wrestle, I'm like. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, and then you you know find, had a friend with a trampoline, and we did some backyard wrestling. I, yeah, like, dude, okay, I love well, that show because it, it combined like all the stuff that already sucks you in about reality TV, mm-hmm. and then it combines WWE stuff. So you're seeing WWE superstars that you normally wouldn't see, right? You know, not in character or doing things that you wouldn't normally see their character doing. 
Uh, it was a it was a blast. I missed it. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good. Yeah, actually, even I, because I have a, a, a sort of a nostalgic connection to wrestling, so there is always a little bit of an interest. Not enough to go back and watch current, or not to watch current stuff. Right. You know, I'm not going to watch Raw this week. I don't, I just don't care. But man, like if there's like a '90s clip or something from like I'll sit and watch that, yeah. or something like I did. I watched Tough Enough, and I don't think I was watching wrestling at the time. But there was that. But it was just kind of still, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like nostalgia. the UFC's got a show like that's yeah. very similar to it that I get sucked into it just because it's it's a reality show and it's about dudes fighting and but you also get seeing like how much it takes to get to that what kind of training point. you have to do how much I would never be able to do it because I'm such a bitch there's no way I could be I could handle all the the different like just the regime of like having to eat certain things every single day and having to go in and uh, I have no discipline right like I've said before I have no discipline to to stick to that. Mm. Yeah, that was the thing is even even when we were backyard wrestling on a trampoline or something like that, like because there was only, you know, six or seven of us, I was one of the wrestlers that would wrestle. But I remember watching Tough Enough and going like, okay, I'm not big enough to be a wrestler, but I could probably be a manager. Yeah, there you go. Learn to take a couple bumps and then be. But but at the same time, I don't uh, I don't know that I could talk enough crap. Be the manager, either. <laughs> but I could the Jimmy Hart thing going. Yeah, right, or Bobby Heenan, or something like that. Like I could, I could, you know, grab the leg when they come by, and you, so you, you practice when you play video games against opponents online, and you just trash talk everybody. You'll get real good at it. Okay, <laughs> I know from experience. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I think James would be a great manager. Oh, James would be wonderful. <laughs> I wanted to like it's hilarious because so like around this time last year there was a little local wrestling league called CWL that started Championship yep. Wrestling League. Yeah, and at that same time I had talked to my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm gonna look into being like a wrestling manager. Like yeah. all I gotta do is talk trash. I get, might get beat up every once in a while. Right. I think I can handle that. And then they literally reached out about doing commentary on the wrestling thing. So I don't think anything else is gonna come of the CWL anymore. I feel right. Like Either that they hated me, I was that bad, which I know I was pretty bad. But I might look back into becoming a, a, manager a wrestling again. manager. Yeah, Absolutely. I would look forward to seeing you at the side of the ring for sure. Well, thank you uh, as always for tuning in for for the Nerd Radio podcast here and for our uh, our, our stream on Twitch. Yeah, on Checkpoint XP, uh, you got to look at my weird nose a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I don't think your nose is that weird, though. I no, I don't a, think that's so a Robbie, a Robbie from Checkpoint XP thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's very uh, specific about his noses. <laughs> he's a he's a nose enthusiast. <laughs> but uh, as always, I encourage you guys uh, rate and review us on uh, on. I almost said Facebook. Don't rate and review us on Facebook. Rate and review us <laughs> on iTunes. No, you go on Facebook to talk trash about us. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. As always, we'll be back again next week around 11 o'clock on uh, Checkpoint XP's Twitch stream. And stay tuned to twi- uh, their Twitch stream because they got a bunch of great shows, too. Yeah. They've got a Dungeons & Dragons show that I, I believe is on Monday Monday evenings. They talk a whole bunch of video games. they got a daily show that comes up with Checkpoint XP. It's good times, man, just like we have. Good yes. Time. Yes. Except more prepared. More prepared. Much more prepared. Yeah. Better content. <laughs> better personalities. <laughs> but we all have fun. And They've that's got it all. Matters. They've really got it all going for them. <laughs> that's the point. We have yeah. a good time. All right, that's this week's Nerd Radio. Bye-bye. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, nerds. And we're out. Jesus. Somebody got a thesaurus for Christmas? I guess. Well, I always say so many of these bands are, like, completely unpronounceable. Or they'll send you the thing in their logo. You can't read the... I'm convinced, because I saw somebody on social media a couple months ago post, like... The logo to a metal band and then a picture of Tree Roots.
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And ever since then, I'm convinced that if your band uses a font that looks like Tree Roots, I already know I'm going to have a bad time. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure there are people who feel the reverse. Yeah. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Oh, man, I have no idea what words those are, so yeah. I'm going to love this band. No, I'm not going to have a I like time. it because you hate it. Yeah, right. Or the reverse. I hate it because you liked it. That's what people say about nerd radio. Hey, right here on the hey what a segue from off mic Whee! to on mic.